Welcome back to another ESL podcast. Guys, it is another episode. We're doing study skills. Check in your reading speed. Before we get into this, you must first understand your representational system, right? How you intake and how do you remember information? Now, could this be by, do you remember more by reading? Do you remember more by audio? Do you remember more by visual? Or are you an audio-visual, a, a person who needs a plan behind it? See, guys, when it comes to reading, you might have a very fast reading speed. But after me explaining what we're going to be doing in this process, you're going to realize, like, okay, if I read 10 pages, how much of it do I remember? And this is a problem because, again, if you're one of these people who you like to read very, very fast, but you read fast without any substance or purpose, you're just wasting your time. It's kind of like people who just watch videos and they don't get inspired by it. They're just wasting their time. So in saying that, people, first and foremost, I got six bullet points. <sighs> this is how you're going to check. You're going to find something familiar to read, okay? You're going to set the alarm for 10 minutes. Read for 10 minutes at a speed that allows you to understand what you read. And then after the 10 minutes, after that alarm goes off, go back and see and count how many words you read. Divide that number by 10 to find out how many words you read in a minute. Do this using different texts, okay? It could be a personal development text. It could be one of your academic texts. It could be a, a, a literature text or, you know, a nonfiction novel, whatever it may be out there, um, whereas you could find it out. Now, again, there are different grades of reading. So if you read some of Stephen King's novels, that could be, uh, that could be very difficult because, again, you trying to enunciate and stress the correct syllables in your mind, that could be a big problem then you might refer back to your dictionary and say, oh, what does this mean? So those type of jargon-filled texts, I would stay away from. I'm talking about plain, good, plain English. So if you read fewer than 200 to 250 words per minute, even with material that is clear and interesting, maybe it's worth it to try increasing your speed. So if we look at the different things I've talked about in terms of reading with, your, reading with speed and whatnot, let's look at six of these. Do you mouth the words as you say them? So let me give you an example. And then I'm gonna give you an example of, you know, how I used to read when I was younger. So I remember I was always the second person Mrs. Welty would call on. This was my third grade uh, class, basically at CB Squires out there in North Las Vegas. And when she would call on me, and if I read this out, I'm gonna read out one of these sentences, right? I would say, uh, there are four, of course my voice shaking because I'm nervous. There are four types of campaigns, right? There's no flow to that. So I would mouth the words as I say them. However, today I kind of scan ahead while I'm reading out loud. It's very difficult to understand this technique and how I do it, but it's kind of like this, okay? That same sentence in the sentence that succeeds it, I would go, there are four types of campaigns, not all of them offering a tangible benefit. Lending-based campaigns and donation-based campaigns are more philanthropic, especially the latter where the money goes 
towards scientific research or humanitarian projects. So while I'm reading that, my wor the words that I'm saying is completely different from what my mind is registering. Because I'm what, what I'm saying at that time, when I say there are four types of campaigns, and not all of them offering a tangible benefit. While I was saying there are four types of campaigns, I was already reading and registering the second part of the sentence after the comma. I don't know what they call that, but that's how I read. That's probably why sometimes I stumble and I accent so I could pick up the speed again. So if I read out loud, you guys have heard me on a number of occasions. And if you guys are like, oh, well, he messed up just slightly there. He had a problem right there. It's because I'm reading ahead of what I'm actually saying. Now, that's me. Now, going back to the numbers, are you a person that rereads parts of the text? If there is something very critical, I do, like Daring Hardy's compound effect or Jack Canfield's uh, success principles. There are times that I go back and reread it. Hell, there are times that I go back to my masterful Bible. No, not a religious Bible, the Napoleon Hill's Law of Success, and I reread some things because I remember, I, I register something different that I didn't pick up the first time, such as going back and listening to a podcast too, like Trent Shelton. There are things that I would hear the second time that I didn't hear the first time because maybe I'm listening with more intent or listening for the things that I did not hear the first time, right? Now, if you're a person who reads words individually, okay, individually meaning there are four types of campaigns that you read like Google, okay? Do you read like Google? That's, a, that's something that you're going to have to ask yourself. Now, you don't read advanced academic material, whatever it may be, very often. Now, what I'm giving you guys and what I just said, this is very advanced academic material. However, this is for maybe 10% of the world population, okay? This is for 10% of the world population. Why? Because about 20% of the world population is educated. Now, 20% of the world population that's educated and knows advanced English, that's a very minimal right? Because not even Americans know this type of academic text. Not many of them, per se. So in saying that, I'm not saying read academic material because that's not necessarily going to help you. It helps me with the flow. What I have problems with are words that are under four letters, right? So if I pick out another one, with the keep it all model, entrepreneurs keep any money invested, even if the target investment isn't reached. Although this sounds more beneficial to the entrepreneur, these campaigns are perceived as riskier and tend to be less successful. You see what I mean? But those are longer words. They're just a couple of prepositions, auxiliary verbs in there. But if there is a sentence where there are a number of words that are under five to six letters, it could be, prob it could be a problem for me reading it out loud because I stumble over it. Longer words are easier. So again, that's me, something that you're going to have to ask yourself. And then I'm going to give you tips for improving your reading speed. Now, do you try to remember what you read? Now, again, how did I increase my reading speed? How did I increase my speech and my speech rate? It's because of podcasting from the very beginning, 2016. 
I wasn't the best. If you guys go back to my personal development podcast to the beginning, January of 2016, there are times that I read skits out of the book, of course, right over here, uh, right in front of me, Napoleon Hill's Law of Success. And I had a tendency of stumbling over a lot of words. Why? Because I never read out loud. I never read out loud to myself. But what I did is what I read out loud or what I read, I wrote down. And sometimes I would write it down in my own words. And then when I wrote down, I spoke about, this is what I do. But what I do even better is a podcast when I'm taking notes. So again, Taryn Shelton, he's one of the very few podcasts that I take notes from, right? Or Pat Flynn, but Pat Flynn, that's more like business space. Trent Shelton is life-based. So I would take down notes. And then when I take down those notes and when I do a podcast on that, it's beyond fire. That's how my podcasts get much better because I have actionable steps for everyone. This is my personal development. This one, obviously, a plentiful because these are lesson-based, right? Um, but again, that's how I remember what I read. That's the four stages of memorization. That's another podcast that you can find on Spotify or anywhere out there. Just, you know, Google it. Four, stage of, uh, four stages of memorization, Arsenio on Google. That podcast should come up. Um, or do you read without a clear purpose? So of course, when I used to read those biology texts back in college, do you think I cared about that? No, I'm looking for the answer just as I do with these test uh, preparation courses, you know? Um, but if I write them out, let's say I get a passage from TOEFL IBT or TOEFL ITP and I write that out, I will, or type it out, obviously, I would remember almost everything. And that's just the second stage. And then when I speak about it, and then I talk about it, there it is. It becomes who I am. It's in my biochemistry. I don't know how, but I'm a sponge. Was this, was this, was it it before 2016? No. This is a skill that I develop by reading a lot of books and writing it down. Stephen Covey's book is a very difficult book to read because there's just a lot of blah, 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 blah. But there's hidden meaning, hidden meaning in the blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right? So Eric Thomas, he doesn't like writing Queen's English. Why? Well, because simply that's only 20% of the world population. He focuses on 80% of the rest of the population. So there was a person that said, Eric Thomas, hey, I really liked your book, but that didn't sound like you. That sounded like someone else. He's like, damn. He's like, just sound like you. Be you because that's what the students want. So he was him and boom, that ended up being a best-selling book because he sounded exactly how he is. So there were times that, you know, uh, I wouldn't even call him a teacher. He's more of like a business guy. I don't know what's he doing teaching. But nonetheless, he would say, oh, well, you write kind of how you speak. Yeah, that's called conversational tone. I'm not going to write academic texts all the time. I'm not going to write academically all the time because academically only relates to more 20% of the world population, but technically only about 5% of the advanced speaking population, uh, advanced English speaking population. So no, I don't care about them because a lot of the people who listen to me, they are not native English speakers, except of course folks in America, but I don't know where, what background they're from. You know, they could be immigrants who have immigrated there. So no, I'm not going to write academically. And if I do, that's not going to be me. I can if I want, if I'm trying to write something very intelligible, you know, for these, uh, you, you know, these jacket people 
to understand, but that's not who I am. There are other people that cater to those types of markets. I do not. So in saying that, let's look at some ways that you can improve your reading speed. Number one, keep your eyes moving forward to avoid rereading parts of the text. That's exactly what I do. So again, I'm saying something, but my eyes have already moved over the words that, of course, you know, the three, four words subsequent to the word that I'm actually saying. Avoid moving your mouth or using your, fig your fingers to follow the lines, okay? Now, I've seen my mom before. And when I'm speaking or when someone's speaking, I see people like, I see them moving their mouth because they're saying the words that they hear. That's not a bad thing, but to avoid improving your reading speed, you're gonna have to do away with that. Or read with a clear purpose to keep you motivated and on track. That's why I only read personal development books. So one book that I didn't like was, oh my God, the, superna the, the Supernatural, what is it? Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I was listening to it and I was like, dude, this just sounds like a lot of blah, 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 blah. I don't like this. But Napoleon Hill, at the end of his chapters, at the end of all of his chapters, Darren Hardy, at the end of all his chapters, Stephen Covey, kind of, uh, Lisa Nichols, amazing, because she catered to her audience. I read that with a purpose. Got it? So you can practice reading academic material more often. You can read this out loud. Okay, you can read this out loud. I'm not saying don't read it out loud, but if you're reading to yourself, try not moving your mouth. All right, actively improve your reading speed, obviously through practice, change your reading speed according to what you are reading. Slow down for sections with unknown technical words and speed up for sections with more familiar language. Me, it's kind of the opposite, which is weird. So if I get something that's not academic, damn, I don't have anything that's not academic though. Oh my God, uh, I would have to get like a children's book. It would be pretty difficult for me to read. But if I get this academic text right here, right? The rise of crowdfunding. Research has shown that when it comes to more traditional types of investment, perception of quality is highly significant as investors use it to predict how much of a return they may get on their investment. Research carried out by Mollick at the University of Pennsylvania has indicated that the same is true of crowdfunding projects. You see, I don't have a problem, but if I do read something that's less, it could be a problem. So whichever, if there's a section that you're unknown and there's a lot of technical words, read it, that, slow it down and then speed up when you see a section that has familiar language. So in these different types of academic texts, they're very, very easy for me. But if I go to the easier text, it would be more difficult. The, the familiar words are more difficult for me. The unknown technical words are really good for me. It's crazy, I know, it's all backwards, I don't know why. But what I would like you to do is improve it over the next two weeks with everything I've given you. Do the 10 minutes, practice all the techniques I've given you, come back in two weeks, do the same thing about in terms of reading out loud, that same thing that you did for those 10 minutes at the very, very beginning and see if you've improved. Make sure you report it to me and I'll be waiting. So in saying that guys, thanks for tuning in to another ESL podcast. These podcasts have been very, very long as of late. So I hope you guys like it and you better stay tuned for more because we got a long listening coming up over and out.